are now listening to the Pittsburgh Wedding Podcast, In the Pit with The Rick. And we talk about some other shit, too. I created this podcast with these objectives in mind. To offer ideas and guidance when couples are planning their wedding. To hear what it is like behind the scenes for the best wedding vendors, particularly DJs, in Pittsburgh and surrounding areas. Getting to know vendors on a personal level. Listen to dope DJ sets from the area's best and most sought-after DJs for weddings, and to have some fun. Welcome to In the Pit. Allow myself to introduce myself. Hi, my name is The Rick. I finally feel like I'm back on my feet now after after being hacked uh let's just say that the zuckerbergs they're not going to be invited to my christmas party uh anytime soon but uh, i feel like i'm getting back in the swing of things uh my wife and i we had you know i assume when you're pregnant you feel like you're immediately pregnant but i don't know if other uh husbands or significant others feel this way but it doesn't seem real to me. It does now because we just had her uh, bridal shower, or excuse me, we just had the baby shower. And it feels real to me now for two reasons. One, because we got all kinds of baby shit in the house now. And secondly, it feels real because I can see her moving. Like It looks like an alien moving in her stomach. Uh, she loves music, which obviously is a big, uh, a big plus with me. It's funny because we'll go to, uh, We'll drive to church and we'll have music on and she'll start moving around and we'll you know i'll be uh doing some things on the computer my wife will just be laying on the couch and you know we'll have music going and she starts moving uh she's a big huge huge biggie fan which everyone uh probably knows that that's my all-time favorite uh hip-hop artist is biggie uh she loves biggie uh, any song Biggie comes on, she's moving around and grooving, uh, and I'm okay with that. I just hope she doesn't come out uh, singing any Biggie lyrics. That that, that might that might not make my wife uh, very happy if she does that. Uh, but uh, joining me today, I'm super excited about uh, my guest today because I haven't had an opportunity. You know, as a DJ at a wedding, uh, you know, you you always get a chance to communicate with. Uh, the venue managers, and you always get a chance to communicate uh, with the photographers. But for whatever reason, I don't know why, but it's like I don't get an opportunity to uh, communicate with videographers all that much. Um, And I don't know the reason why that is, but uh, maybe my guests today can tell me uh, why I don't, or maybe they just don't like me personally. I don't know. But uh, joining me today is my man, Randy Rogan from Randy Rogan Productions. Randy, thanks for joining me, man. Thank you for having me, Rick. And I will clarify, we don't like you. <laughs> is it just me personally or just uh, I, in general? I don't know what it is, but congratulations on your wife's pregnancy. Uh, oh, thanks, man. We are also expecting a second baby. Oh, congrats, congrats. You're right. They, when they're pregnant, it's instant pregnancy. It's crazy. So did you, so how old is your first one? She just turned two three weeks ago. So... I don't mean, I'm not trying to sound like a dick when I say that. Like, I I know my wife was pregnant, but it just, 
like I know it's real, but it didn't seem real to me until I could actually see her moving. Like, of course it was real because, you know, her stomach was, you know, she was getting the baby bump and all that, but it just didn't seem real to me until I could actually, like, now I can see her moving and feel her moving. Like, so it, it just feels real to me. Did you feel like, did that happen to you? It becomes, it becomes more real once you're not sleeping, once the baby's <laughs> That's when you really know you have a baby. Oh. But yeah, when you see the belly moving with the baby in there, it's wild. And um, are you recording me video? Because I can put my shirt back on if you are. <laughs> We're on a Zoom call. No, I, I see it recording, but I don't know if it's just audio or not. No, it's it, it's just like I can see you, you can see me. Okay, but, perfect. Uh, no one's going to be able to uh, see that you're. Um, piercing you're, tattoos. Yeah, no one's going to be able to see that. or uh, So you're, okay, you're, you're safe. Perfect. Yeah, we had to do, so we had to do, uh, this is my second Zoom uh, podcast because I keep getting people that live in Ohio and they're, for whatever reason, they're afraid to cross the border to Pennsylvania. Uh, I did uh, Stephen Dre, uh, Stephen Dre lives in Ohio as well. And um, I told, I said, you know, you got to cross the border. And uh, so hopefully I can get him and hopefully I can get you to cross the border at some point, other than for a wedding. Well, I'd like to. I just I get so nervous because they card me for my ID, my vaccine, COVID testing. <laughs> crazy. If I don't have everything on me. I, I get sent back. You go. You go bankrupt with the, the turnpike. Yeah, well, it's, and that's insane. And I'm, I actually I, I went to school in Pittsburgh. I went to school at Point Park University for college. Okay. Where I got my uh, degree in cinema digital arts. So instead of being a Scorsese, I became a uh, wedding guy. You know? <laughs> plan A or Plan B, it worked well, out. I, I appreciate I appreciate you uh, joining me. But in all seriousness, like, is it just me or because when I saw you, by the way, I, I see you have uh, behind your chair there. I see you have some video equipment. I'm going to yeah. need you to move that. I'm going to need you to move that into the next room, please. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing this wedding, this uh, nice hotel, and I I bring a wet red wagon. I carry all, all my equipment in, and I put it off to the side. And this very over excited uh, wedding planner comes up, snapping his finger, saying, "That thing needs out of here right away." <laughs> like, okay, guy. This was this, literally how it went down, too. Yeah. He's he the wild one. And, and, in his defense, I, I, I was talking to uh, one of the other um, managers at the hotel, and uh, it was his first wedding by himself. So he, I think he was a little, uh, I think he was a little stressed. But uh, don't worry about the dog, buddy. I, okay. Got one, got one here. Got one here. Barks sometimes. All right, good. <laughs> but uh, no, but seriously, thanks for uh, thank you for joining me. I appreciate taking the time to. Uh, Join me in a, a Zoom. But, um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so nine more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got me on the clock already. <laughs> but uh, I. So you went to you went to Point Park. But are you originally from Ohio? I'm originally no uh, from Newcastle, PA. Okay. And is your is your wife from Ohio? Yes, yeah, she's from Ohio, and I was uh, selling cars in Ohio. Um, just because uh, Youngstown's a 20-some-minute drive from where I grew up in Newcastle. And so I just was working over there, just how it was a good place to work. And then I met my wife, who lives right nearby, and 
I figured, hey, I'm going to be selling cars for a long time. Let's buy a house in Ohio. And a few months later, I quit and decided to uh, pursue this full time. You know, after a lot of uh, talks with my, you know, who's now my wife, my girlfriend back then about what the best move was to be. And, um, it, you know, decided it was time to make a move and do something. And uh, it was it, it's worked out for the best. The, the lights stay on. They, they flicker occasionally, but <laughs> they, they stay on. Well, I mean, obviously, it's helping with clothes, too, because you went and put some clothes on, which I appreciate. Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But, um, did you, but did you always have um, like a passion for video? How did you kind of get started in yes. into video? Yes, absolutely. Um, so when I was younger, my goal was to be the biggest uh, movie star in the world. That's what I wanted to do was just be in front of the camera, acting, having a good old time. And um, it didn't work out. I was, I was too handsome and too funny and you know, <laughs> I fell into that category. So, um, you know, it's a lot harder to become a movie star. So I decided, hey, let's let's make movies. You know, and, uh, me and my friends, we actually uh, made some movies when we were younger in like 2005, 2006. We made uh, four full length independent fan Superman movies. Oh, cool. Yeah, where I, I was 70-some pounds lighter, and I actually played Superman. And uh, we, we filmed all over Pittsburgh and Newcastle. We did a little bit of green screen work, and we, we just had a blast doing it. Where can I where can I watch those at? Uh, on YouTube? On YouTube, yeah. Are they, what are they all called? All of them have, like, millions of views. But What are they called? It's Superman, so I can't get credit for any of it. <laughs> um, uh, Randy Rogan, Superman. Randy Rogan, Superman. I'll have to check it out. Dude, when I was like, <laughs> I, I was thinking how I wanted to introduce you. For some reason, you have one of those names that I just wanted to do like a wrestling intro. Yes. Like, joining me today from Randy Rogan Productions. And like, I just want to call you like Randy Rowe or I'll, like, I'll answer to anything. Or Randrog or something like that. <laughs> like, you just have one of those names it just kind of rolls off be a, i wish i would have dj'd your wedding because there's just so many ideas flipping in my head right now that i think i could have pulled off for your intros i wish i would have known you that would have been great <laughs> but uh as far as um what so you went to point park because obviously it's a great uh yes the, and, and were you well, in the were you in the theater program no i i just went in their cinema department so I, I enjoy making movies and we actually made two other full-length movies also, both uh, buddy comedy movies. Okay. And we had small premieres in uh, my hometown, Newcastle. We had actually really good turnouts, and it was a lot of fun. We spent two summers making each of those movies. And um, I, I actually still work with my one roommate from college. He uh, works in Los Angeles in uh, the accounting department of big feature films like uh, Bad Boys and movies like that. Oh, wow. And um, he just got promoted to a producer credit now as well. So we still work on scripts back and forth. And, you know, hopefully someday we I dive into that full time. But right now, the last several years been doing the weddings. I, I really enjoy it. And, you know, took the craft of learning how to make movies in, in college. And, you know, for some side money, I said, hey, I, you know, I could film weddings. And um, I ended up making a career of it so far. And how did you get your start into like wedding i was a few maybe two years out of high school um my play director from high school 
contacted me and my buddy and she's like, Hey, I know you guys like to make movies. Would you mind filming uh, our wedding? So we said, of course. And we had three cameras. We made like a three and a half hour wedding video. We filmed the rehearsal dinner. We filmed, you know, the getting ready, the ceremony. And we edited the full thing, like a full day of the wedding. It was insane. And they graciously paid us $100 for the two of us. But then once we gave them the video, they took us out for Pizza Hut and to go see the Departed movie. Without asking for too many details, do you have anyone in with Costello presently? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. So this was in 2006. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. And then he handed me an extra $20 bill because I was the one who edited the wedding video. And we thought we were so rich. <laughs> we were like, we could do this a few times a year and make so much money. And uh, we just thought it was cool. And I just put it away. I just thought nothing of it. And a month or two later, I was at a restaurant in Newcastle and um, the waitress said, hey, you're you're Randy Rogan, right? And I said, yeah. And she's like, you you filmed uh, Rita's wedding. I said, yeah. She's like, uh, what do you charge for that? I just blurted out 600. She's like, oh, okay, would you do mine? And I'm like, oh my God, people would pay that much for a wedding? And, <laughs> um, you know, needless to say, prices just kept increasing. <laughs> Sure, yeah. yeah, and then just word of mouth spread and I was doing, you know, three, four weddings a year and it was awesome. And uh, this year I'm, I'm going to have 40 some weddings. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, because whenever, uh, you know, the first time I met you was at, you know, where the uh, venue manager um, told you to leave. In so, 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 so many words. Uh, but no, I, I honestly... Like, just from talking to you, like I said, because I don't get a chance to, um, and I think that's kind of how our conversation started, was I don't get a chance to talk to videographers all that much. And you said that you don't really get a chance to talk to, um, you know, DJs all that much. And I was trying to figure out, like, why. And, and then we kind of started talking about, like, like video etiquette, videographers kind of showing up and saying, Hey, I'm here. You know, where do I plug in my, you know, where do I plug in for my, uh, my cords or my XLRs or RCAs? Where can I plug in your speaker, your mixer for audio and da, 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 da. And you were complete opposite. You like came over, you introduced yourself, uh, said, Hey, how you doing? Hey, you know, I was going to run some audio. Do you have, um, you know, is there anywhere that I could use for, you know, to plug in? If not, that's okay. Da, 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 da. But, um, that's what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. how a professional works. But not everybody does that, which is why I think sometimes I don't talk to them that much because, and not that I'm like pissed or anything, but just, I don't know. I'm just the type of person that, you know, when you meet somebody, you say hello, you shake their hands, or maybe this day and age, you know, you touch elbows yeah. You know, what, whatever, but you introduce yourself. You just don't like come over and start, you know, Hey, where can I plug in at? And, um, but, uh, and, and you, it just showed me that you, you know, you're one of those vendors. And I think I said this to you too. And I say this all the time is you can really pick out the vendors that give a shit that are yeah. there for the couples that really yeah. want their day to be special or not there just to, get through the motions on to the next one, get a paycheck. Like you actually 
give a shit. And uh, that's why I kind of wanted to have you on here. I appreciate that. I mean, you know, each, each wedding special, each couple's different and unique in their own way. You know, what I do for one wedding is not going to work for the other couple. You know, some people have different levels of what they're expecting or what they want to do or how they're going to act or different uh, uh, traditions they might have in their family, what things they'd celebrate and stuff like that. So you just got to keep your eyes open and have that artistic brain of know what to do and where to go after. And as far as, as far as from a video standpoint, like I see weddings differently than you. And you see weddings differently. You know, we, we see weddings through, you know, yeah, so, to, so to speak, we see yeah. weddings through a different lens. And, you know, a video or excuse me, a photographer is going to see weddings different than probably you and I. Uh, well, definitely yeah. me, but they'll probably see it differently than you. How does your process kind of how do you go through your process as far as shooting a wedding? So I always um, when they when I, I get booked for a wedding. You know, I talk to them, go over everything, where we're going to be at, uh, where we're getting ready, where's the ceremony, is the ceremony at the same place as the venue, how far of a drive is it, where's the venue, where's the photo shoot going to be between the ceremony and the reception, do we have to go to the third or fourth location, I try and map that all in my mind. And uh, then a week before the wedding, I contact them again just to go over because if they book me a year and a half in advance, there's a good chance something's changed. Right. You know, maybe nothing major, but a timeline or something has changed. And for the most part, the weddings are pretty standard in the order of how they do things. So that's not a big problem. But like, I need to know, are we going to be outside in the middle of August? Well, I need to bring a filter for my camera to make sure I can capture everything. It's not overexposed. Are we going to be in a national park? Okay. I can't bring my drone. Are we going to be outside in a park? Great. I can bring my drone, but how many trees are around? Do I want to get there early because I, I know I'm going to have a problem flying my drones? I, you know, even though they aren't paying for me to be there early, I still want to show up a little bit to make sure I can capture the, the right elements, the right uh, images I need for them. And then it's basically, I get a feel for what they're like. Some people are more conserved. Some people are more out there. So I know, can I mess around with them, you know, and, and, lighten them up a little bit because some brides and grooms are so nervous. I like to crack a few jokes, you know, kind of lighten them up a little bit. <laughs> You're a big You're a really funny. You're really funny. Like, you know, before the bride gets in her dress, I say, you know, make sure you go evacuate your bowels so you don't have any issues getting out of that dress. They start laughing. Oh, don't want poop this morning. And I'm like, oh, you know, this one bride last week, she was real nervous and she had to go right before the ceremony and she had diarrhea. She got on her dress and they started like beat red. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, just make sure you go to the bathroom first because once you're in that dress, you're, you're stuck for a while. But yeah, you just you have fun with the couples and just, you got to see where you're at. Like I said, I got 40 some weddings this year. And I think I'm repeating the venue two or three times, like of those places. Yeah. So that's I do okay. different venues all the time, which I'm, I'm very fortunate for. And the ones I do repeat, it's nice because you go in there, know what you want to do, where you want to go. But even when you just walk in there for the first time, I have brides saying, you know, oh, I need to hire someone that's been there before. If they know what they're doing, you don't. And I say that all the time is, you know, if you're looking for someone with experience at a venue, you, you don't have to look very far because I can guarantee you that um, 
at least myself, if I've never been to a specific venue, I guarantee you I've been to a venue that is reminds me of that venue. Yes. So, you know, just experience at venues to me doesn't mean, um, at least from a DJ, you know, I don't, I can't speak for other, you know, other vendors. Um, but for a DJ, I have one coming up and it's at a venue that I've never been to before, but I look at, you know, I looked at pictures and things like that. And it reminds me of a venue that I've been at before. So I, you know, I don't put a lot into that as far as if I've, if I have experience at like a certain venue, um, you know, I agree with you. I, you know, I just, you just can't put a lot into that. No, you just have to adapt. Yeah. And do you, do you shoot any, um, do you shoot photo at all? Yes, I do. Yeah. I'd say about 10% of my business is photo. Now, do you get hired just for photog for photography as well? Sometimes. Yes. Like a wedding I just did this week and I did strictly photos. Sometimes they hire me for both photos and video. So when you're doing both, I'm, you're obviously bringing, I would assume yeah. you're bringing a second yeah. shooter with I'm you. I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> How do you um, manage that? Are you doing most of the photos and you have your second shooter doing the video or do you kind of bounce back and forth? It depends. Cause I have two uh, ser- uh, services I offer. One comes with a two man crew. One comes with a three man crew. If it's a two man crew, uh, depend. like I have a handful of guys, like guys and girls I work with. Um, if the photographer's available, I'll mainly do video and he or she will do the uh, photos, vice versa if it's a video person. Um, This is the three-person crew. I have a videographer and a photographer, and I'm kind of doing both, especially for the photo shoot itself because that's when we get the best shots of both video and photo. So I do try and do that both myself while the other two are getting um, the B-roll and and the, the safety shots as well. And when you're, if you're just shooting video, do you ever, um, like, do you, do you snap photos while you're shooting video as well? No, no, no because, um, I used to, when I made DVD covers, so they'd have a, a picture for the DVD cover, but those no one really get, ever gets anymore. So I quit doing that. And I always felt like I was stepping on their toes and they, I'd be like, Hey, this is just for the DVD cover. And they'd always say, yeah, but I kind of, some I felt like kind of like, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. And others, I if I forget too, I would just ask them, "Hey, would you please send me two, you know, portrait photos? I could throw in a cover." I've never had an issue. They'd always be really nice. Absolutely, right. And how when you're shooting video, um, specifically video at a wedding, and the photographer's there, because I'm usually not uh, paying attention. I mean, other than you know, kind of communic- communicating that, hey, everybody's lined up you know, for introductions, this is where we're coming out. Uh, then we're going into, you know, whatever, first dance, yeah. cake, toast, blah, blah, blah. Um, how closely are you working and kind of coordinating with photographers during that process? Cause I'm usually not paying attention all that much other than, you know, getting everyone lined up and then kind of telling you, um, where we're going from there. Yeah, um, yeah, we talk a lot. Uh, it's a lot of shorthand though. Like, because we've both, you know, been in this situation a hundred times before. So, especially, like, during the ceremony, you know, I used to always get on the groom's side, they'd be on the bride's side, until I realized, hey, I can't get the shot of the groom that well when she's coming down because i got to turn and pivot. It makes more sense for me to be on the bride's side as well. 
So I just tell them, Hey, I'm going to stand right beside you. You know, if you go up, I'll go down, you know, whatever, we're fine. Cause once she gets on us to the front, we both get the heck out of the way anyway. So we could be side by side, getting our shots of the groom's reaction and the, uh, the bride walking down the aisle. And it hasn't been an issue. Every so often I'll have a photographer say, well, I'll just go over here then. In which case I say, Hey, no problem. You know, works out for me, but I, I'm more than comfortable working beside you. I'm not that big or, you know, we can both fit here. <laughs> um, like during a reception, uh, the only time we really need to talk is, you know, we say, you know, we both ask the DJ, Hey, which way are they coming in? Are they going to do, you know, uh, a little show when they come in or going to shake their seats. And then when they do the first dance, um, when it all works out, we get there, you know, 10 minutes before. So they're bustling the dress. So we're seeing what the lighting looks like. So we usually know which way we're shooting. And so we're both, you know, here's the dance, but we're both in front of the DJ shooting one direction. And um, I always tell them, hey, I try and do at least one circle during this. I will walk, you know, around once or twice. Um, but then also occasionally the wedding planner or someone will shut the lights off or, or change the lighting drastically, which changes everything. And then we're scrambling. You know, photographers not as much because they got their flashes on, but I don't, I may not have my light on because I have. I don't need it until all of a sudden they just flip the lights off and that happens and you're like, oh crap, so you just you gotta quickly adapt. And so I normally keep a light in my pocket for those crazy instances where someone decides to shut the lights off out of nowhere. It's funny you say that because I had Stephen Dre recently on and we were he was talking about uh, photos and uh, different light and how he likes to like, manipulate light. And I always thought that uh, overcast was the best I, I i don't know why i always thought i think someone told me that once overcast was always the best for shooting and he said that's not necessarily true he said it's you know it's all how you manipulate light and things like that is that true with video as well like is light is there certain light that's better for uh, is there certain light that's better for video yes absolutely uh, and overcast is good um is the best in a lot of situations but when you know what you're doing you can manipulate the light to make it look a lot better than if you just have um, overcast okay. and also what sucks is the photo shoot is usually in the middle of the day when the sun's at its peak so you usually don't want that because it can be really harsh and, and screw you up but you know that's when you kind of look for like a shaded spot or something or you know like you said try to manipulate the light the best you can some photographers, like I do, I bring a light to overpower the sun, so that way it's out of their faces. But uh, yes, how the light affects us differently. The one thing that always sticks out is when they put the dress in front of a window, it looks beautiful in a picture. It looks like complete crap in a video. Because that light's <laughs> right in, and everything outside is bright and pretty, but the dress is just uh, faded out. It looks really dark and does not look natural. So I go to the side, and I get a side shot of the dress, and it looks nice. Or I can go super far back and get a quick glimpse of it. And I, I always make it work. And sometimes I'll just take it somewhere else. Like, I'm sorry, this does not work for me. You know, you get your shot and I'm just going to get mine somewhere else. And, you know, they don't they don't care because they get the shot they want. It's, it's nothing personal. They, they understand lighting is different. And I, also, I've been in a huge field one time where it's super bright. So they have the, them all facing away from the sun and they're getting the best picture. But same situation, my video shot's all screwed up. So I'm like, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm like, when the photos are all done, turn around. We're doing everything just facing the other way. 
close your eyes till I say open them, or you know, and I, I get the, the good shot, the good lighting. You know, you when you have the time to do that, it's great. If not, you just gotta do everything from the side shot, and I just run side to side, get those angles instead of going straight on. Do you have a preference? Do you like to shoot? And uh, well, minus uh, obviously elements play a big part yeah. in it. But do you prefer I, a perfect? Just a perfect day. Do you prefer to shoot inside or outside? Um, outside. Just be for the light for the reason the yeah. light itself. Yeah. 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 Most part, the I I love shooting outside on a nice cool November day because I'm comfortable. <laughs> and I sweat a lot, and um, but yeah, I I love outside ceremonies as well because um, just the lighting is just so nice and so natural. Obviously, in some situations, it's a little bit harsh, and you got to adapt to that as well. And I've actually had experiences this summer also. I've talked to other videographers with equipment overheating. Uh, I was actually just going to ask you that. Do you ever have to, because as a DJ, um, especially ceremonies outside, uh, because a lot of times, you know, a half hour before the ceremony starts, you know, you're set up, you're playing music as people are sitting down. And if you don't have any coverage, from a, a completely cloudless day and that sun is beating down on your yeah. computer that's my that's always my fear uh is that the, my computer is going to overheat and that's what i was going to ask do you do you ever have to worry about your video or, or yeah, cameras? Two, two or three times it's shut off this year and I, I i run with two cameras all the time and so the one will shut off and not the other uh, which is good and um so i for, and so and this has only happened during the ceremony. And the reason why is because we're outside doing all the before stuff. So the camera's already running 24-7 and it's outside in the heat. And so then after that, the ceremony starting shortly after. I put the second camera on a tripod and it's my safety shot recording the whole ceremony. And the other camera's running around getting, you know, different angles from all over the place. So the second camera's running continuously, but it had just started. Well, the other one's been out in the sun for all almost an hour already. And I get the warning, hey, it's gonna shut off, but there's not much I could do. In the one situation, I just took it inside the building and I set it on the ground. And I just used the other camera, I, I zoomed in and moved around. Five, 10 minutes, I went to pick up the other camera and I was back in, in action. But it's just something you, you have to deal with and you know, you let them know also, hey, I, this is why I have two cameras. And if I could put the one under shade, it was a near pavilion, so I was lucky it was um, covered sometimes you're just screwed in those situations and photographers don't have that issue that i've experienced because yes their cameras are on but they're not working like they're taking pictures continuously then they stop i'm hitting record and that all those it's gears going. are running and turning and it's working harder so i've worked with people with the same cameras me doing photos and they don't have that issue and, and that's just my reasoning as to why it's turning off because the same camera it makes the most sense I'm no Scientologist, but, or <laughs> scientist, <whatever laughs> I'm not a Scientologist, but you, yes. you, you and me both, but yeah. I, I've never had, um, I've only, and it wasn't, thankfully it wasn't a wedding. I was doing an event outside and I was under a tent. It was like the, the three o'clock sun. And it was, it was, just the angle of the where I was and the angle of where the tent was, it was just hitting my back, which is like oh, yeah. also hitting my computer. 
and, and you can tell when your computer's getting overheated because it'll start going like so i just like turned it off and i said i'm sorry i, I gotta turn it off for uh gotta turn it off for five ten minutes or else or they were very nice it was uh um, yeah. it was like a local business event um a few years back but they were cool i i turned it off and i went and you know, I got my other, because I always bring a backup computer. Uh, it, you know, it might have took five minutes for me to plug that one in because I didn't have my big wedding set up with me. I just had a little, you know, just a little controller. Luckily, I've never had that at a wedding. And for ceremonies outside, that's one of the things I always look for is where I can set up one, you know, I want to put my speaker for the microphone where everyone can hear it but I also want to put it where it doesn't get in your way for photos and pictures of the bride and groom uh, during the ceremony. And, and two, I always look for a spot where there might be a little bit of shade. And if there isn't any shade, I actually started doing this. I started bringing a, uh, an umbrella, a big like tailgate umbrella with me in my yeah. car. Uh, I, I don't bring it out every single time, but if I ever run into an issue where there's no shade, at least I can pull that out and it'll be, you know, hopefully good through the ceremony. Talking about weather made me think how the uh, old superstition, how they always say, you know, if it's raining on your wedding day, uh, it's good luck. I never fucking believe that. I think that's yeah. shit they tell couples because it's raining on your wedding day and they don't want you to think about, oh, it's raining on my wedding day. I think that's yeah. just... I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks that, but... No, there's no luck about that. It's just something nice you say to make the bride and groom stop crying. Yeah, it's just like, oh no, it's good luck. It's like a bird shitting on you. Oh, a bird shit on you, it's good luck. Actually, I had a bird... Uh, true story. I was in... Um, I was in college. Uh, 18, 19 years old, and I was going to dinner with a girl... And we were walking, <laughs> we were walking into the restaurant, a bird shit right on my ear and like dripped down my face and onto my shirt. And it was, it was, you know, I'm walking and she was on my right side and it literally, it hit my ear, hit my face down to my shirt and kind of like splattered a little bit on her shirt. <laughs> oh, that I mean, what what do you do from that? I, I, I mean, I, I I don't remember what I said at the time because I was I was embarrassed. But uh, yeah, um, like, oops. Yeah, it's just like I went in the went in the restaurant, wiped my face off, wiped my shirt off. I think she went and wiped her shirt off, and uh, but, uh, yeah, none of that superstitious stuff uh, I believe in at all. Is there any? Uh, I always I always like like to get. Um, vendors opinions on this is there any i always like to call them the wedding traditions is there any traditions that you wish would go away the dollar dance dollar dance yes how come because it goes on forever I, and I, on and on and on and i occasionally get someone run it right where they go ahead and um you know tap it. and let me explain this for people because going between cleveland and pittsburgh I've seen a few different variations of the money dance. The one I'm talking about is you get in a line, you pay a dollar, you take a shot, you dance with the bride and they, or the groom, whoever you want to dance with. And you dance for about 15 seconds, someone taps you on the shoulder, they take their shot, pay a dollar, they jump in. 
That's horrible. I absolutely hate that one. I've seen another money dance where they get in line and they go through the line in like 45 seconds. Everyone dances with their bride so quickly and they just keep paying money. That one was fun. That lasted for like five, six minutes and the bride had to sit down because she was going to throw up. So they just kept spinning her around. It was the one of the wildest things I've ever seen. I've also seen, also seen a money dance, I think it was Albanian, where the couple just dances and everyone just throws money on them, like making it rain. And like that one was also really cool. But the traditional money dance we're probably used to in Pittsburgh is horrible. I will, if you want to hire me, I will still film it or take pictures and smile through my teeth, but I hate it. Listen, whatever the couple wants, you're going to yes. do, you know, it's, absolutely. It's your wedding by all means. It goes on you like do 15 it. minutes sometimes. Yeah. And that's, and that's, a, it's not that I, I don't hate, I don't hate it because of what it is. I hate it because of the time that it, it can take. Away from your, yes. and, and it can take, I mean, it can take an hour sometimes. If you have a wedding with 300 people, it, it could go on forever. Just think if every single person wanted yeah. to dance with, you know, the bride and groom, every single person there wanted to do that an hour out of your party dance, let loose, relax, have some drinks, talk to people, you know, what, what it's all about. It's so, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I always, when couples, uh, when I kind of go through the process um, of, you know, talking about, you know, what are your plans? You know, what do you want to do? Are you doing any type of traditions? When I have, you know, every once in a while, and I'm sure you've had it, because I'm sure you ask the same questions, like, hey, are you doing any type of, you know, traditional things? Yeah. Uh, you know, when I have couples say, oh, yeah, we're doing everything. We want to do it all. I'm just like, okay, well, your reception's only five hours. So I don't know if you're going to have time to do that all. Yeah, two so, and a half of them, you aren't doing anything. You're being introduced the regular dances then eating for an hour and a half depending on how big the place is yeah and i and to me that and i always tell couples what what holds a wedding what holds up a timeline is dinner for whatever reason yeah it's dinner but if you're having a dollar dance that could also hold it up too so dinner is just it is what it is sometimes dinner flow for for nobody's fault. Like sometimes yeah. dinner just flows good. Sometimes it doesn't. That's why I always tell couples the average of dinner is somewhere between 60 and 75 minutes. 75 minutes is a little on the longer end, uh, not where you really want it to be, but sometimes it can go. I mean, I, I was, uh, I did a wedding once where dinner was almost two hours. That's crazy. And it was, you know, it, 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 it was just almost two hours for whatever reason. I don't know because I'm not, you know, I'm not back in the kitchen. I don't, you know, I just know what I see. And we are about an hour and a half in and not everybody was even served yet. Uh, and for and me, you don't want videos of people eating or pictures of people. Eat. I mean, there's nothing to do there. The biggest factor when planning your wedding is time. So if you want more, if you want to do more things during your wedding, it's your wedding. By all yeah. means, do what you want, but make sure you have enough time to do those things. Uh, and, and you'll have enough time to do those things, but make sure you leave yourself enough time to actually not do the structured things and enjoy yourself. And my other uh, wedding tradition that 
I, I wish that would go away. And again, I'll do whatever the couple wants is the garter removal and the bouquet or I'm okay with the bouquet toss, just doing the bouquet toss that like, I, I don't see the garter removal all that much anymore. Um, it's just, uh, I think it's one of those traditions that has been kind of phased out. I've seen it, uh, I've seen it kind of remixed a little bit where they'll just do their garter removal or yeah. they'll just do the bouquet toss. You uh, rare, but, rarely see them put it back on someone. Yeah, you don't, it, it, it's just one of those things that seems to be uh, getting phased out as well. I actually like, I like the anniversary dance. Yeah, uh, that's very because. Nice. Because it kind of, it, it kills two birds with one stone. One, you can kind of get a slow song in there if the couple wants a slow song. And it kind of gets, you know, nine times out of ten, it gets your, uh, you know, the couple with the most years of marriage is, is somebody's parents or a close yeah. uh, aunt or uncle uh, or grandparents. So it kind of gets, um, you know, it's somebody you know that is has the most years of marriage obviously because they're at your wedding but it's a nice way to kind of get everybody all the married couples involved and sometimes you know i, I kind of use slow songs as uh in my back pocket if couples don't want slow songs i always tell them to give me a couple anyways and i'll use them at my discretion but i like the anniversary dance Is there any um, is there any vendors that you kind of hold and, and you don't have to you don't have to say videographer just any vendors in general is there any vendors that you hold in high regard I do um, there's a few I like to work with actually um, the one uh, for photography I Mike Mike Clark from Clark Studio of Newcastle they've been doing weddings since the 80s he's not that old yet. He's uh, in his 40s, but I work with him all the time, and he helps me out if I am doing uh, double photos and video. He's my go-to person I call. He's great to work with. Uh, Laura Silve from Laura Silve Photography. She's amazing. Uh, Paige Lorello from Paige Klein Photography. Matt and Mary from Next Level Photography. Those four people, those four groups are amazing. Uh, for video, this one guy I like to work with, um, Jeff Iorio is great. And uh, Lou Rivera, I've been working with him. He's super cool what he does. Uh, for a photo booth, picture, picture it. Uh, my cousin, Jessica Bowder, she actually just started that business this past year and it's booming. I think she's booked like 12, 15 weddings and it's it's going really cool. She oh, cool. It. Do you ever, because you go, your area is mostly Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Youngstown, Newcastle, Akron. Akron. Yeah. When you do, you ever see a cookie table in Ohio ever? In Youngstown, yes. You get past Youngstown, no. Very no. rare. They'll have the small table, but they have the donut wall. The donut wall is pretty cool. Is that, is that like is that the Ohio version of the cookie table? Yes, and it's uh, it's just a wall with a, a bunch of uh, it's like they're not spikes, but like uh. Holder, so you put it like it looks like a wiener. You put a donut on, basically. I mean, it's, it's a board full of uh, pegs, a peg board. It's uh, a board. bunch of pegs, and you just donuts all over, and they're decorated really nice and everything. And that's their tradition, the, the donut board, the donut wall. I went to like Eastern Europe, 
like Prague and uh, Vienna. And when I was in, well, I guess it was everywhere, but when I was in Prague, they make these donuts. And it's not a donut that you think of here. It's not like Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kreme. It's, yeah. they make like literally real donuts from scratch at these vendors. Like they have all these vendors, uh, all these vendors on the street. And when they make these donuts, they're making like, like the dough and everything in front of you. But they have, I, I'm not kidding you, bees everywhere. Bees? They're made bees, like yeah, like bees, like stinging bees everywhere when they're making these. I don't know how they do it. I mean, there's probably 30, 40 bees flying around these people when they're making. Oh, a bunch of perverts. They like that. <laughs> and they're not, and they're not phased at all by it. So you might be right, yeah. but they're not. They're not phased at all by it. It, it. it just blows my mind. But anytime I see like, um, and then whenever the, uh, whenever they're done making the donut, and the donuts are kind of like in a funnel uh, okay. type of, uh, trying to think how to explain it. It's like kind of- bear, like a funnel cake type thing? No, not a funnel cake. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like a, uh, like a funnel of, uh, like when you're in school, like chemistry, like the lava, it's kind of yeah. like, it's okay. kind of, it's kind of like in a funnel, uh, when they're done with it. So you kind of, whenever they give it to you, you unroll it to eat it type of donut. But every time I see donuts, um, on like a pegboard, I always go back to when I was there and all the bees like flying around when they're making it because if you're not getting it right away that's kind of what they put it on like a peg yeah um so whenever somebody comes up to the the stand and wants one um they're really good but uh, dude, like just bees everywhere like in any vendor that you went to like they, they they had donuts everywhere there but any person that was making them had all these bees around them and i i just didn't i didn't get it i don't know if it was like planned like that because i i you know, yeah, I, I don't I, think so because how else do you just go there and not worry about getting stung? But uh, yeah, it was it was crazy to see. It, it was crazy. Um, how long? You know, I always for a DJ. You know, my, a lot of my work is done prior to the wedding. Yeah, you go home. You're done for the day. I mean, you're just yeah. Wedding how? Home. And, and I, I don't know if it's the same for video. Well, it is. I know it's the same. It's the same for video as it is for photography. Yes. Uh, your 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 work starts mostly after the wedding. Yes. How long do you think an average does it take you to edit video for a wedding? It depends. Couple weeks. Um, just because I have so much work already. Now, okay. Perfect storm. I film your wedding on Saturday. I have nothing else to do. You would have your video by Thursday. I'd probably start it on Monday. If I needed to get it done that quick. If you want to pay me a lot of money to get it done that quick. <laughs> yes. But normally I, I take my time. I don't. And I've had to do that before where I'm, I'm rushing. And I, I would not want to say rushing, but got behind. So I need to get caught up where I've edited a wedding in two, three days. And I mean, it's sometimes it's the best work I've ever done. 
You know, it's that whole got to get it done type thing. And I would never, if I'm rushing and it's not looking right, you simply call the, the couple like, you know what, life happened. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get this to you next week. Unless right. they're crazy, they're not going to say, I'm going to take you to court. Yeah. You know, if you're good at what you do, you also talk to them and be like, hey, listen, this has been a crazy month, a crazy year for weddings. I'm running a little bit behind. I don't want you to think I forgot about you. I don't right. want to rush your wedding, anything like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I could absolutely get a wedding done in three and a half days if I had to. Okay. Yeah, I always, I was always, because I, I, I assume that photo, photo might take a little bit longer because you're, you have to like kind of search through every single photo. Yeah, and like when I do photos also, you know, it, it's a different process. Like when I edit a video, I, I have my process. I, I sit down, I find a show on Netflix I want to watch, and I put it on, and it's my background noise. Um, and then I, I go through uh, the video. I, it's called scrubbing. I go through every single clip. I find the best things I like. I put them down in the timeline of where I'm going to be editing the video. So I take a whole day just to do that, of re-watching everything, find the best moments. And then the next day, I start putting them in order, and then I, I pause Netflix and I listen to the music I want. I try and think what's going to work for these guys, and then I find that music, and then I look at the vowels, if they say their own vowels, and then the speeches. I go through that to find the best words or passages people say, and then if I do it that night or the next day, I start putting those all together and make it all blend, and I take 30 minutes of that footage and make it into five or eight minutes. When you're shooting sometimes, do you ever, you know, if you're shooting the ceremony or something at the reception, do you ever, do you ever get like a thought in your head? Like, I know, I know what's, I know what song is going to go perfect with this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like I even edit in my head sometimes. Like I shoot things cause I know I'm going to want them to look like this. Do you like, remember or do you have to like kind of put uh, it in your yeah, phone? It, it or? my memory. And also I do this thing, you know, um, say, if I'm working with uh, or stand next to another vendor or a guest or something that says something inappropriate about someone at the wedding or, you know, if I accidentally pass gas, I will <laughs> put my hand in front of my camera a few times to remind myself, hey, cut this, this out. Got, this got to come out. <laughs> yeah. That's a... Uh, you see me at a wedding, wave my hand, and like, what he just did? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Randy's going to be doing some editing. <laughs> what are some, uh, cause you, you said you like to, when you're doing video, you like to do, uh, watch Netflix while you're doing it. What are yeah. some hobbies you, you have any like hobbies or interests when you're not shooting weddings, uh, that you like to do? Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> my mom actually made a comment when, uh, I started dating my, my wife. She's like, Kelly goes, bowling golfing what the hell do you do you like to watch tv yes i, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I do. do but well, um well no, I guess I, ne netflix is a hobby it I mean, is that, and coming from a background of movies and television of working that kind of stuff i, I like to watch but no I, I try and go golf my wife and i are in a golf league on friday nights it's a couple's league and when i don't have a wedding i'm, I'm there and I, I try and golf whenever i can which is not a lot i'm not good at it I'm even worse at bowling. We're also in a bowling league on Sundays in the winter. That's fun. I mean, all these leagues we're in, they're very non-competitive. Um, we have a good something, 
just something to do together. Yeah. Like I walk my dogs a lot, you know, with the baby now, my hobby is just playing with her. Like when the summer first breaks, we're at the park every single day. We go swimming all the time, just running around, whatever we can do. I, I saw Finding Nemo a thousand times this past month. I might be hitting you up in the future then for uh, a fellow a fellow girl dad. The first six weeks, it was horrible. I mean, there's no way about it. Some people have the best luck with babies sleeping. We did not. Um, she would not sleep unless we were holding her. And they say, don't fall asleep holding the baby. Well, what do you want me to do? I put her down, she cries because you can't put her on her uh, stomach. She has to sleep on her back or they're going to die, they tell you. But yeah, she, she would not sleep. So eventually, like after six weeks, we can't take it anymore. We, we weren't sleeping. I tell my wife she goes to sleep for four or six hours and I just hold her and then we'd switch. And when she started moving her head a little bit, we're like, okay, you're going down. Later on her stomach, the first three nights, we just stood there watching her sleep, making sure she was able to turn her neck. And she still sleeps on her belly, you know, two and a half years old. And that's just the only way she can sleep. Were you, did you have any, uh, did you have any young nephews or nieces or anything to kind yeah. of practice and prepare yes, you my, for fatherhood? Yes. My brother has two sons. They're uh, 13 and 11, uh, 13 and 10 now. And so I was around them my whole life, you know, their whole lives growing up. And, you know, I knew I'd take care of babies to a degree, but an uncle is, is not a dad. No. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that first. No, but time, I mean, like it, it wasn't your first chance. Cause I have, uh, yeah. I have a nephew and three nieces it, it was my so, first time changing a diaper. Oh, it I was? Never, yeah. All right. So I always I, got out of that. I I'm, comfor I'm yeah. comfortable with that. I mean, I, I could do, I could do like the, I don't know. I could be on a NASCAR pit team when it comes to changing diapers, I think. Cause I've changed, I've changed a lot of diapers, including my own. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, it's, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but, but I might, I might start a girl dad club and, uh, yeah, I might have you on speed dial so we can, um, you know, go over things. and. Uh... They're fun, man. Um, let me show, uh, for the people at home, this is something my uh, girl made me in daycare. I'm lucky to have the best daddy in the world. It's her handprints on a little canvas. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I mean, you get stuff like that. I like that. Just... Uh, they're not going to be able to see it, but <laughs> yeah, it's, I yeah, like it's really it, nice. but, but I like it. <laughs> well, next time, I'm hoping to have you on again and actually have you in person i think that would be fun if okay. we could uh open up a couple beers and uh do, and do this again if there was real quick if there was any advice that you could offer couples uh for planning their wedding what would it be know your budget know what you want to spend and then add a few thousand to that <laughs> because costs come up you don't expect to pay and as a videographer, sometimes I'm the last resort or a uh, last uh, thing on their list because they're like, oh, we aren't sure if we need video. But then they start talking to all their friends who've had it and they go on the Facebook pages and see how it's highly recommended. And they're like, oh, we have a budget of $500. And guess what? You will absolutely book someone, but you may not like what you get. And not just for me, but for any videographer or even a photographer. People go online, they want to spend a thousand dollars for a DJ for that matter. Yeah. You're not, I mean, I don't know your prices, but I think any DJ, you're spending at least fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars for a good DJ. Right. Uh, you know, photographers, they start at two thousand, video or twenty five hundred, same with the video. You know, it's, it's just what it is. 
I mean, some and that I hate more than anything when I walk into a wedding where you know they're spending probably upwards towards a hundred thousand dollars and they're telling me how they're low on budget. You're not. You just did not budget properly. And you know, stuff happens, but know your budget. Don't overspend. You know, this is a one-day party. You don't need to spend a hundred thousand dollars. If you can't, don't do it. Don't don't put yourself in a hole to have this big party. If you have parents helping you in the luxury of spending $40,000, $20,000, whatever it is, do it right. Have a good time with it and, you know, know your budget and don't overspend, don't underspend. Right. And and I always tell couples, when you're planning your wedding, if you want to, weddings are stressful, you're going to have stress, but they, they should be enjoyable too. And I think one of the ways to make it less stressful is take care of the big things first and that other stuff will fall into place. Yes. Your, your venue, your DJ, your photo, your video, your caterer, those five things, if you take care of those first and then see what you have left, every, all that other stuff will fall into place. Just take care of that big stuff first. And, and that's what I always try to kind of tell couples whenever they're planning their wedding. Got to have fun with it. Don't put yourself in a hole. And honestly, if you don't have the right DJ, your wedding's going to, that's what people are going to remember. Decorations, they walk by. Unless you're planning a wedding, you don't really look at the centerpieces. If you're planning your wedding, you're looking at every single one. Right. The food, if the food's horrible, people will talk about it. If it's great, they probably won't talk about it that much. But if the DJ is not good, if they don't know what they're doing, it's going to be talked about because people are on the dance floor. It sucks. I'll also tell you this. If your bridal party is a bunch of smokers, you cannot blame the DJ that they aren't on the dance floor. They're all inside having a cigarette break. Very, very valid point. Like, why, valid is the, point. why is the floor not packed? Oh, you know, the, they're all outside smoking. Nothing against that, but that's why the floor's not packed. If you're not out there leading your party, no one's going to follow. And you see that probably as much as I do, especially with video. You know, when you have the bride and groom and the bridal party on the dance floor, everyone's on the dance floor. Well, yeah. when you have the bridal party on the dance floor, people are dancing. Yes. When you have the bride on the dance floor, everybody's dancing. Yep. Randy, thank you so much, man, for joining me. I thank really, you, really appreciate especially since you were feeling under the weather. I appreciate you jumping on here anyways. I hope That's you're feeling good. better. Thank drink you, a, sir. Drink a lot of water. Um, maybe go put some clothes on now. I will. <laughs> that was Randy Rogan from Rogan Productions. You can get in contact with Randy at roganproductions.com. You can also catch him on Facebook at Rogan Productions. And you can always catch him at Randy at roganproductions.com email, as well as Instagram at Rogan underscore productions thank you so much randy i appreciate you for joining us man thank you rick when it comes to formal dances and when i'm talking about formal dances i'm talking about the couple's first dance as well as parent dances uh pay attention to time you might get a song that is five six minutes long but five six minutes long in front of a crowd is a very long time when you're by yourselves so try and uh, keep in mind uh, when you're picking your songs. And if you want to pick a song that's longer, that's perfectly fine. But I always tell couples, 
keep your songs uh, around three minutes, whether that is a three minute song or whether that is, you know, kind of giving uh, myself or whomever your DJ is kind of giving them a look when you've had enough and you're ready to kind of exit the song uh, or pick a song uh, and listen to it and say, you know, at the 232 mark uh, kind of faded out. Uh, just keep those things in mind uh, when you're picking your uh, formal songs uh, for your first dance as well as your uh, parent dances. Um, and of course, you can get in contact with me uh, on my Instagram at the Rick 412 DJ, as well as my Facebook uh, page, which is also the Rick 412 DJ. Uh, you can also get in contact with me at djrickymatthews.com as well as my email, djtherick.pgh at gmail.com. And of course, what makes every wedding great are the wedding G's. Good company, good music, good food, and good booze. I'll see you out there on the dance floor. You're amazing. Oh, God, I think you're amazing. Oh, my God, don't ever leave me. Ever. Good, because I'd find you. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? What's your favorite scary movie? Yo, Slim Shady. Yo, Voice 59. Y'all wanna make a movie? What? We got the film what? right here. Yeah, I'm one of them pretty rappers. Fuck if I really have to. Slap you. King of Detroit, who they name in the city at? What? Scantless partners, who's grandma hammers the hard shit into your heart with content you don't wanna start with. Expert, bad and evil is coming soon. MCs get stuck head first back in their mother's womb. The shit is written, and my eyes on the illest MC spitting. What? Leaving all of you cash shitting kittens. I gotta diss you. My niggas be cocking pistols. Shot and split you. Fuck splitting the profits with you. What? 6% of y'all niggas is just pretend. Clicks with clicks. Pussy niggas stick with dicks. What? Niggas act bully and blast for the fast penny. My auto is fully. Plenty of your niggas packing semi. Speak dark. Yo, you get paid. What? Rhyming about it is the sweet part. You can't be street smart with a G. 5'9", a street nigga with deep feeling what? I keep illin', my steez willing to keep killing Fuck rap, a lot of y'all all is just acts Trust that, you rhyme all whack on rough tracks Bust, and then we all black when you get bust back at Fuck that, you get blasted at You get laughed at, and I'ma spit thunder what? Stick to my guns, niggas is finished before the gimmicks One hit wonders, what? Big balls, that's why when I spit, you click stars I'm a pit bull, I'm just dog, I'm just raw what? Split y'all, holler it's on, then I diss y'all All of y'all niggas get pissed on, claiming you pissed off Y'all want drama, wanna make a scary movie Rappers coming in with their team and carry toolies You can jump right out of the screen and barely move me We hard hitting, directing and starring in it Y'all want drama, wanna make a scary movie Rappers coming in with their team and carry toolies You can jump right out of the screen and barely move me We hard hitting, directing and starring in it I sit alone in my four-cornered room, staring at candles. Who got me? We on the radio, dude? Oh, all right. Repeat this here. Headlight, I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. 
four walls closing in, getting bigger. I'm paranoid, sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right, but I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating, and blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back I can see him when I'm deep in the covers When I awake, I hear a car burning rubber He owns a black hat like I own A black suit and a cane like my own Some might say, take a chill beat But I can't, G, cause there's somebody trying to kill me I'm popping in the grip when the wind blows Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window Investigating the joint for traps Checking my telephone for taps I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's messed up when your mind is playing tricks on you. You what's up, girl? Ain't gotta ask it. I did them all now. How about a caskets? They should arrest you or whoever trusts you. Ain't gonna stress you, but I'ma let you know, girl. You be killing them. You be killing them, girl. You be killing them. About her, shorty straight, been chasing her for two days. First 48, a bad cause. She worth every cent. She looked like the best money that I ever spent. Just watching my cutie pie get beautified. Make me want better jewels, a newer ride. Louboutin shoes, she got too much pride. Her feet are killing her, I call it suicide. <laughs> Looking good, has a sacrifices. Chilly weather bring four-figure jacket prices. Her body nice. FaceTime, give you that iPhone 4. FaceTime, shorty in the streets, still handle the home. Enough class for wine, still handle Patron. When the mother call, I handle the phone. And she handle the tone. <laughs> oh, you what's up, girl? Ain't gotta ask it. I did them all now. How about the caskets? They should arrest you or whoever dress you. Ain't gonna stress you, but I'ma let you know, girl. You be killing us. You be chillin' them, girl, you be chillin' them You be chillin' them, girl, you be chillin' them You be chillin' them, girl, you be chillin' them Hey, stop me, stop, I want you passin' You're missin' the hooter Off the funky booter A looter of your wick wax styles that get wicked So come on, it's like we'll stop the kick Cause we're like the outlaw stride And we're suckers, I hide it Jump behind the bush when you see me driving by Hangin' out the window With my magnum pickin' out some pool doors Actin' kinda local We do what we do, leave you in a state of paranoia, ooh, don't make a move for your gats so soon, cause I drop bombs like platoon, walk with me, hold my hand and let me lead you, I take you on the journey and I promise I won't leave you, until you get the full comprehension, and when you do, that's when the mission, or survival becomes your every thought, keep your eyes open, cause you don't wanna be caught. Have stepping with your weapon on safety. Now break yourself, motherfucker, for you make me take this 211 to another level. I come up with your wins, you go down with the devil. Now roam through the depths of hell, where the rest of your bust ass homeboys dwell. Well, suicide is a suicide. Since I came out the new sack I'm in a murderous mind state With a heart full of 
a chick shit You see I'm quick to let the hammer go click On my tech nine So when you try to wreck mine Do this your bed time Feel the blast from the chocolate bomber Infrared and let your head Like your name was Sarah Connor Decapitation I ain't hesitating To put you in a funeral home With a bullet in your dome I'm hot like lava You got a problem? I got a problem solver And his name is Revolver It's like a deadly game of freeze tag I touch you with the phone Nightmare on my street. Street, 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 street. 